When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, 5 o'clock on this Monday, short week, Thanksgiving week. You gotta love that. We're gonna bring you into that Thanksgiving week right now with some more Lori and Julia. You know what else I like about this Thanksgiving week is that, you know, I love going to bars mm-hmm. Thanksgiving week. Like the weekend, Wednesday oh, night. Wednesday night. Then, you know, I mean, if especially if you're going home or you're going back, like, you know, to like... Like in Duluth, you know, I kind of know where people are hanging out. I just want to feel better to go out. That's true. Well, oh, that's I true. Sick for so long. Well, okay, go out in the other room. I and don't know. I'm tell just somebody whining, that, but... but I miss it. I I agree, Lori, because there's a big gathering with a lot of moms and sons tomorrow night. It's that I'm hoping to feel better for. I mean, it's so fun. It is just kind it's of festive. fun. People are coming it's a back blast. and. I don't know. It's just like like I know we're a group of my high school friends. You yes. know, we'll be having drinks. Totally on fun. And you can Friday. go to a happy hour. And then I know we're yeah, and I know where something else is yeah. on Saturday afternoon. And I don't know. It's just kind of a like a fun old home week. It always feels like one yeah, hundred. Everybody coming back from wherever they're at, coming back to see their family, rekindling old relate. Yeah. I mean, in high school, especially, I just remember coming back from college. Oh my, gosh, oh my god! Going so out, going and then, out on Wednesday night, and then finding that person from high school that you never really and then maybe made out with them. Yeah, that's totally fine. Okay, do yeah. you have a And then on Thursday, you know, you don't have anything to do except lounge around, maybe play cards, watch football, eat. I mean, you have permission to just be laying around. And Nobody- hungover. Yeah, that's great. The one thing I did learn is I, when I got older, I realized I couldn't have as much fun on that Wednesday night if I wanted to enjoy, enjoy that uh, Thanksgiving yes. dinner. Right. I kind of had to slow you that had down to slow a little your bit. Roll, yeah, dude. That's my only tip. Is and then you get when older. you're the person who cooks, that you slow your roll. <laughs> there is no roll. Yeah, there is no there is roll. No it's just slow. Yeah. The bowling alley is always super hopping on. Yeah. Um, the night, oh, right. We always used to go, and this place just shut down. We would go to either Stella's or Williams. That oh. was my place, and yes, Stella's and just announced that yeah. they're closing. And Williams. And Williams, I think, on Friday said they're, the peanut bar is finally going to be done. I can't even believe it. I used to ride my bike when I lived over off a of Cedar Lake. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend and I would ride our bike to Williams. Oh, Williams. We would also ride it to the classic car company. Oh, sure, right down the Timothy street. Timothy O'Toole. Oh, I love Timothy But that was in, you know, Excelsior Boulevard. Right, Excelsior Boulevard. Yes. Yeah, and we would, we would be like, we would just go, well, we'll just ride our bikes. And if yeah. we need anybody, whatever, we'll throw the bikes in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. 
And if All we right. have to pedal home, but we never yeah. let anyone pedal home alone. So. Right. Good oh, call. But we would stop and pee by the railroad tracks and laugh and mm-hmm. knock our bikes over. We did that in Naples in front of mine a couple of years ago. We just <laughs> throwed the bikes to the bars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was super fun. It worked. Just safe. Yeah. Safe. We had no light, though, bike light. So I no. used my phone as a light on yeah. the way back. Yeah. It's kind of dangerous I for know. that. But yeah. All right. So. Now that we got that thinking out of the way, let's get this. Everyone's excited. I think everyone's excited because it is a short work week. Well, and it is. And last year, you know, I mean, it feels like it. It's our first normal one since twenty since twenty nineteen is what it feels like to me. You know, because twenty twenty we didn't have Thanksgiving with people. I went to Montana. I just always go to Montana every year, so it never changes. I don't feel like. But yes, twenty twenty one there was still stupid. you know, hesitation, not everybody. I hated you know, those garage the holidays. garage parties. So I feel like this year, yeah. you know, like we're happy, happy and can be, a, and be together, together and kind of normal. My dad and I are going to go shopping. Well, I was going to ask you, are you going to do the Black Friday shopping? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we haven't done it since 2018 because yeah. in 2019, he took the family well, you guys went to Mexico, that's and, we, right. and, and oh, yeah. it was like right after Thanksgiving. So that's I, right. Casey, and I went down early. So I'm like, Dad, we haven't rallied around to all of our stores, and you know, my dad. That's going to be fun. But my dad has one of those little, tiny, you know, notebooks that are those little, little like a. I don't know even what they're three by four. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. And and he writes in the tiniest. Print possible where the sales are no just what's on his list and he's like yeah let me just get my list out you know i'm like how can you, how can you read that but he goes to all the stores that i want to get you know we gotta yeah, go to know, Ulta. You have fun. we gotta go to department stores which in duluth now is kohl's and yonkers you, you know? still have yonkers that we still have yonkers you still have yonkers yeah and yeah. a jc penny's but anyway, and then, you know, so, yeah, I'm excited. It just feels like it's been three or four years. I'm going to go to a movie with my nephew. I just feel like we haven't been able to have any rich family yes. time. Yes, I would agree so, with I'm you. going home for the first time since 2018. That's a long for time. For Christmas yeah. with my mom. And yeah. Dragging Casey along. Mm-hmm. When we got married, I made him promise to me, you know, because it was my third marriage. I was going to negotiate some stuff. I, You're hysterical. No, listen, men are men are men are men are men. Okay? You're hysterical. They you are, are so right. Lay it they, down right they away. They are so right. Lay and I let Casey know that I had uh, five or six weekend girls weekends that were non-negotiable, that he had to agree to go to my mom's every other year for Christmas and my dad's every other year for Thanksgiving. And what else did I agree? Um, oh, and that if I wanted to get a facelift, he couldn't give me any crap about it. Right. I'm trying. Good to think, on you. I'm trying to think if there were a couple more. I did this with Lily, and mine. The only one I did was Sundays are untouchable okay, during the football season. Yours. That was it. Just I don't even don't have. Bother okay. Me. Don't and bother I'm me. trying to think. I don't have any. I, I think those were my three things. But you know, remember, I'm. I've had three marriages. In nine years, you did. When I you were Casey. busy, so I have learned not to trust myself, right. and I needed to give every <laughs> argument possible to your brother so he could know what he was getting in for. That I was going to be unabashedly myself. I mean, you kind of did this with Jeff. Oh, he totally knows. But I mean, yeah. you have to have the conversation yeah. because 
if you don't have the conversation and you're older or if you felt like you're this about yourself, which was me, mm-hmm. I am an untrustworthy m- woman to be married to is how I felt about myself. Oh, horrible. But you weren't. Lori. But I was. But I, you I, had an honest feeling about yourself, which I, is I, good. I, I picked disastrously. Right. I mean, you can rebound disastrously when you come out of something that you thought was forever. Okay. okay and you have to... You know, realize right. that, and then when you do do that, then you got to maybe go to therapy and forgive yourself, and you know you have to do a lot of work. And when Casey came along, he seemed too good to be true, so <laughs> I just thought I would throw out all the non-negotiables right. that I had right. in my Here's life. Here's all the reason you might not like me. And, <laughs> and see if any of these work to push you. Yeah, away. and just know that this I'm going to hold you to this. Yeah, you know you're not going to change your mind right. about going and seeing my mom. Ever, you know, as long as she, you know, is alive and my dad. And because I know guys too. Yeah. I know how they like to slip into just doing, mm-hmm. you go and do that, you mm-hmm. know? Well, you're right. Yeah. You know, and so it was just like if, if you'll agree to those, you know, three things and. He had to promise that he would look into a vasectomy reverse, which he offered. I didn't even ask about it, quite frankly, because I was shocked. Who was and, on your scarf? The Rolling Stones. Okay, Allison, I'm looking at this face by your neck, and I'm like, who have I been looking at all day? Well, John, you know, it's a bunch of Rolling Stone magazine covers. covers. Okay, because mm-hmm. that is not a Rolling Stone. Oh, yeah. So, it might be Aretha Franklin. Yeah. It could be Johnny Depp. Grant, could be so you have stuff. So we are, you know, I yeah. just think D-Day is right around the corner for us. What? Closing the house. So Jeff oh. moved in. Oh, we made, in the house we made room yesterday for his... Did you give him another drawer? Well, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> he can't with- bring more than two plastic bags. Garbage bags. I feel like there might be four laundry baskets. Um, but we are four. No, I know it. No, he has. Come on, you know. Well, I'm he teasing. lived a long time by himself, you he, know, and you can get. No, out that's of how we travel. That's how we roll. That's our luggage to the cab and our laundry baskets. It's the best way. Oh yeah, because everything's open, easy to get at. It's right, right there. I love right. a laundry basket. But so we're, you know, in it now. And now it's, you're finally living together. We are living together. Life. And no I've been longer. sick the entire, for almost, you know, over 10 days. And it's just a joy. Oh, lucky yeah. him. Yeah, lucky him. Lucky him. Yeah. We've actually, been, Grant we sit, and I have some empathy. We sit and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we just sit and giggle and laugh. It's been very fun. Good. Yeah. It's been fun. We're, but we're just almost done with that other house yeah. and everything. But as far as negotiable stuff with holidays and stuff... It's tricky, and yeah. you don't know about I, it. Yeah, and, and, and that was one of the things that I found in my other two marriages was like I didn't talk about that. Yeah, you know, have those conversations. And so I just was like, I'm having this conversation with yeah. Casey because I'm a grown ass woman with two marriages under my belt. Obviously, not good at it. I need to get it all sure. out in the open. Yeah. What I am expecting and needing and wanting yeah. from him. And if he can't, if he says, no, I can't agree to it, then we can just keep there dating. You well, there who, you go. Who we was, can just keep he, dating. Who was the actress that just got a divorce from her husband because they Another never... values. They never talked about their core values before they got was, married. The, um, girl the from, guy from Minnesota mm-hmm. from Deep... And the girl that was... And, and the girl from um, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Oh, Gilmore. Yeah, yes. yeah. She got recently... Lauren, and Peter Krause. Yeah. yeah, because they never had that conversation. I had friends that got married 
and never had a conversation whether they wanted to have kids or not. Stop. But see, Divorced. that happens in Divorced. your 20s. You don't Stop. think about that. Yeah. There's money language. There's, yep. That's Stop. a love language. Money. money. Children, yep. values, family, family, yep. and how you're going to do mm-hmm. everything and what the expectation is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he had kids. I mean, that was the other thing. I was like, I don't know that I can be anything other than like an auntie. I mean, I don't know about this. You know, and he was just like, you're going to be so great. Well, right? Look at you go-go now. I know. Go-go. <laughs> go-go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so it is uh, just... Uh, and, you know, like you, Julia, I married someone, you know, who I hadn't known that long. Right. So we discovered plenty of things in um, what is, uh, uh, you know, can be a hard year of marriage in the sense that little bubbles Everything's get burst. New, Everything's yeah. new and you got to find out stuff and so some far. stuff you like finding out and some stuff, you know, like you find out the hard way. Yeah. Like I found out, don't bring 11-year-old girls to an R-rated movie. Apparently, that is not. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any of those issues because our kids are, kids are grown. Thank God. Yeah, right. Thank God. I'm right. telling you, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what kind of dirt do you have for us today? Oh, Julia, some good news All right. concerning Jay Leno. Nice. He has been discharged from the hospital today after suffering burns from a gasoline fire in his garage last week. He stayed at the facility for 10 days. He uh, took some pictures with some of the staff at the Grossman Burn Center. And, of course, he's wearing a Canadian tuxedo. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's, his, That's uniform. his uniform. Yes, that is his uniform. So, you know, you can see the visible scarring on Jay Leno's face, but you you can see where it did not impact his eyes or his ears, making him very lucky. The doctor in this case said Jay is on the road to making a full recovery from these injuries. So, you know, sending him the good vibes. Yeah, very I mean, good. his chin comes can, out so far that it, it like, protected, protected it. His can, nose and his eyes, because it's all on his chin. And on his neck. You and can see neck, it yes. in his fingers. And yeah, because yes. you would be slapping. Yes. That is true. Yeah. yeah. That is so true. true. Yes. I mean, wow. like in a weird way, he's always made fun of his chin. And it protected and it, him. It, it like saved his whole face. Yeah. Man. Man. Stra- wow. Strange times. Yeah. So, Jay on the mend. Uh, mark your calendars, guys, for December 8th. This is when... Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's Netflix docu-series will hit Netflix. Now, is this something that you guys are interested in? Do you think we're going to learn anything new about Harry and Meghan? Um, I don't really care. Uh, You know what? I'll tell you what I think we're going to learn is that we're going to learn that it's going to be shocking to all of us. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Absolute vicious, vicious, racist, vitriolic BS that came their way that Buckingham Palace and that whole royal family, they do not like to, and they don't want to ever say yes to this. And it makes everybody uncomfortable. And it's the same thing that they've been doing for a long time. And so there will be so much pearl clutching, but I think it'll be very eye-opening to people watching it about how, really how awful it's been. And how people looked away from it, because that's just the way it's done. Even the royal family we see in the movie Spencer, where Diana is just like, oh, my God, this. How do you guys stand? How awful the vicious the British press is to all of us. And they go, well, it's just all part of getting a stiff upper lip. You know, Holly, have you watched The Crown? I'm halfway through the fifth season, mm. and and I'm reading the um the new Tina Brown book in tandem with okay. it. Okay, and it's it's insightful to gives context, uh, albeit fictional, about the ins and outs about what it means to be a part of the firm, mm-hmm. right? About the British royal family. Now, as far as this Harry and Meghan docu series, we don't know what it's going to be about. Sources right. said that it was going to be about their love story, and it was going to be called Chapters. However, at this point, reports are saying they changed their mind, and so it's going to yeah, be something we else. We don't know. Never forget that Harry had to, after we saw their beautiful selves at that tennis match, he had to go, he had to release a statement calling, begging on the press and people to stop being so racistly vicious. And he had to fight with his family to put it out there. The floodgates open towards her. How dare you, biracial woman, fall in love with our good King Harry? I mean, and the firm tried to pretend it wasn't even happening. And they're the snobbiest, most racist group of all of them. Yeah, so, so they bottom can't line even, is you're excited to watch this. Well, they can't even acknowledge their colonialist past and everything that has gone on. The monarchy, because they like to say they can't speak on anything, also silently endorse many things. Okay. Well, be very curious to see uh-huh. if at all they address any of this oh, in this docu-series. They won't, but the the British press, the very ones that published Tampon Gate, the very ones that have spied on, done the British family dirty, they mm-hmm. will clutch and hold their pearls and be full of outrage. Buckingham Palace will say nothing, and they look like fools again. And then when we see this movie 20 years down on the road, you won't even believe the gaslighting that has gone on with them. So I think Harry and Meghan will continue to take the high road, but the other, the British press will continue to take the low road, and Buckingham Palace, by their complicit silence... Or little planted stories from the quote-unquote men in gray, which do exist, will inflame and make it seem like these two have done 
the most horrible thing ever in the world. Oh, well, we shall see. That is two weeks from now on December 8th. Let's come back to the United States. Now, it was expected today that Todd and Julie Chrisley were going to be sentenced. Well, they got to be nervous after Theranos. Yeah, found guilty on federal charges in June. They're set to be sentenced by U.S. District Judge in hearings that begin today, likely to extend until tomorrow, according to the Associated Press. So that's why we haven't had any headlines. And their son got in a bad car accident. That's right, Julia. I mean, oh, just like tragic. Yeah. Jen Shaw's getting sentenced the day we're at Hammernex. Oh, is she? I'm I'm pretty sure it's December. December 6th, and she's going to federal prison. Yes, she is. Yeah. And And, um, more than likely, Todd and Julie Chrisley will be, too. Yes, Yes. they will be. And it's not going to be, you know, that's why Andy said, you know, she won't be filming because she won't be available to go filming. And we didn't see Teresa when she was away either. No, we didn't. As I like to say, the Jersey way. When you go to prison, you You're just go away. away. That's a mafia thing. It the is. Sopranos had it, too. It yeah. He's away. Yeah, you're away. And Todd and Julie Chrisley will find out exactly how long they'll be away, most likely tomorrow. Right. You know, the shocking news in Hollywood last night, Bob Iger coming back to the Walt Disney Company as CEO. I mean, he should he should fire that guy for just moving Dancing with the Stars to Disney from ABC. <laughs> but he's done many dumb things, and Bob Iger... You know, uh, Jason loves him. Read I his know he book, does. He read his book. And he's just like, he is that rare person in Hollywood where there's no whisperings or rumbling. He's like genuinely a, a, good, a good guy. A good guy and a good leader. And knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah, he's coming back for a couple of years to help the Walt Disney Company transition into new leadership for his efforts. He's going to earn $1 million in base salary, along with an incentive award with a target value of yeah. $25 million for each year of his contract. They got rid of him at the wrong time, you know, like the recession started happening, the streaming he, thing, I think his and he had plan, no experience. But his really. plan it was already in place, and yeah. then everything happened. Yeah, COVID yeah. happened. Yeah, that's well, you're you exactly know, and it right. wasn't expected, and it changed everything. Maybe a lot of CEOs been like, oh, we don't even know. And it. the new guy wasn't ready to deal with it. Right. Yeah, you know, Bob Chapik coming from the world of the Walt Disney Parks, coming in and taking over the whole thing. No. He made some choices that were not favorable. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Some uh, high-profile firings that made yes. Disney folks mad. And now he's saying that he was fired without cause. Bob Chapik also resigning from the board as well as his post at Disney on a mm. Sunday night. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Were, well, listen, Disney was hurting. Yeah. Yeah, their stock went up today. I know it did. People are happy about this. Yeah, people are really happy about this because at least for the foreseeable future, as Disney tries to make its way into the streaming world, you know, they're going into the ad revenue business, as a lot of streaming services are, because they're like, okay, well, we got the subscribers. How are we going to generate the additional revenue? Okay, well, we'll just plop some ads in. Right. Holly, that was a busy one. Thank you so much. More tomorrow. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You know, I. Are we having sex? Well, I don't want. One thing you can still do when you're sick. It doesn't matter. You can still (laughs) do that. Yeah, you can. Oh, no. Nothing will stop that. Yeah, and I remember when there was. I remember. you know, if you had a sore throat, there were certain remedies that oh, could sure. be hey. done. Hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love anyway, you. but here I wanted to let <laughs> Apparently people. You're sexy, sick or not when you're newlywed. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. I want you to know about spermageddon. Does oh. it exist? Oh, or yeah. I, I, I'm so curious. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I remember one time that, uh, you know, like a man's got enough sperm in his body that it could go around the world like 45 times or something like that. There's just some something great, crazy amount, some great sperm fat statistic. Like, uh, you know, it'd take 31 and a half years to have a billion seconds go by and only 11 days for a million we, seconds. Well, we love that one. Yeah, that's a great one. But there, the yeah, it was some crazy sperm fact, um, Grant, about well, I that imagine. a man has enough sperm, you know, to, around the world. I can't remember I how would many times. Yeah, but especially I, as a teenager. That, yeah. but I mean, it's just like it's all your life. Oh yes, yes. But I'm saying, you know, yes, you the, yes, the spunk, the funk. <laughs> oh, stop! Is, is you're never out stop. of gunk. Stop, stop, stop you two. Oh, there you go. Stop That's you two. Okay, so. Here is the deal. They, researchers have, uh, like they always do, it's like the car crashes. They never thought to put a, a female sized woman in there, 5'5. Five, five, the dummies, we just 145 pounds, you know, uh, when they already know, you know, so men always get studied, everything. And if you have a penis, that will be. Covered by insurance from uh, from <laughs> birth to death, you okay, know. Okay. And, and for women, good luck getting your boobs be anything covered under insurance. You know, it's just ridiculous the disparity. So, but of course, they long scientists have long, long studied sperm because a it belongs to men and. Whatever other dumb reasons they've okay, had. This is a, a it belongs to men. Yeah. Whatever. B, it's kind dumb. of important. there's been this long term sperm study done. Okay. And we're talking about because the world's population last week reached eight billion. Did you guys know that? Oh wow. That's a lot. Eight Yes, it just billion. happened like last month. Wow. But that growth rate is at its slowest since it 1950, and it dropped below 1% for the first time in 2020. It's very, very, very slow. Fertility mm. rates, it's taken us 12 years to get to this point from several billion, as fertility rates are now below the amount required to m- maintain the population, or what they call the replacement rate. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. So to put as this we in, leave the workforce. Who's going to replace us? Yeah, and as we leave the world <laughs> to go to the next. Yes. To put this into perspective, in 2021, the average fertility rate was like two births per woman over a lifetime. In 1950, it was five births wow. per woman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and so in July, the UN published anyway. So all this stuff, but they have been studying. Um, it's called the Human Reproduction uh, Update, and they've been international researchers have been tracking sperm counts and concentrations from semen samples going all around the world between 1973 and 2018. Okay, that's a long. It's a long sample size, if that's even possible. It's a long time, wow. and you know what they have found. And they are urgently, this is another reason to be concerned about climate change. 
because men's sperms, the actual swimmers, have slowed down. They're cut in half. Well, remember we found out there's an ideal temperature. Yes, you your, right, Grant. You, your, but it. you took your temperature for us. Yeah. It's been cut in half. Half because of how warm it's getting. It's because of the plastics, the PEFs. Uh, it's the computers on your laps. It's, it's the cell phones, cell phones in, your in my pocket. Oh gosh! But there's so much in our environment that yeah. is um, wow. Uh, because they, they, the men, the it's semen. It's happening with women too. I mean, there's a, with infertility. I mean, this. But, but the, the sperm fertility, they are, I guess one of the things that I was reading is that is because men's sperm has seemed prolific and endless. And where now they we're seeing known a slowing down. that women, you're only born got, got with it. so many. Got it. Your women, there are some stuff. So they were just like, oh, got there's it. an endless amount of got sperm. It. And it. so this is why they were interested in the sperm. Hmm. And the results show that it fell 51, almost 52% between 73 and 28 across men from every single continent. That's that's huge. Isn't that amazing? That's huge. Yep. Um wow. And so anyway, it it is huge and they are putting forth this study but uh to different um the UN for global climate and they're just like showing and projecting the um they're urgently calling on global action so that the environment we get it healthier and we reduce exposures and behaviors that threaten our reproductive health because that will impact going forward. We're not replacing people who are dying. Right. And it's going to become harder and harder. So it's chemicals in the environment yep. and lifestyle cho- choices. Yep. Sitting with your laptop, I guess, yep. in your... In your phone, in your pocket. Yes. Non-stop. Yeah. Yep. Nonstop. Mm-hmm. So I am going to start encouraging men to start playing with the loose change in their pocket and put their phone in their back pocket. I'd like to find a young man who even has change, Lori. I don't know. Get this. They don't. Okay, you're That's unusual. That's 50 cents in my pocket. Yeah, but because y- just inevitably <laughs> you may pay cash for something and you'll just stuff it in your pocket. Right. That's why That's I did all. today. I paid cash for lunch and I had Yeah, you'll just stuff it in your pocket because the guy doesn't have a purse. So I always, and I think guys always have a reason to put a hand in their pocket. They want to see if it's still there. They just want to give it a little. No, eh, it's, it's always. Nudge, it's a little always, fit, adjustment. Always. You know, maybe <laughs> things are sticking. Okay, give what, it the what old we, leg shake. We, wait a minute. Honestly. Do you remember? Uh, no, Grant, this is no. how I tell women. No. If you wonder if a guy is As wearing underwear or not, we, we, or like, we, we, they have a tell. Yeah. So they'll get up from their chair. And then. And then they kind of just give one shake of a leg, right or left, depending which I, way it's hanging. I do that. Yeah. No, you do we it. We already it's, know this. We know. Yeah, I didn't notice it. Women know this. It's Well, but they didn't know it till we told them. It was not talked out out loud on the radio till we talked about That's it. Too. Right. Well, a lot hasn't. We are sick that way. I well, mean, come to us for wiener and penis visible oh, tells. Oh, my <laughs> word. On we can, we can tell it's you something stories. with my mom. I'm um, so proud of her. She taught everybody about weenus and wiener towels. That's my mom. Yeah. What did you, what did you do when you started catching uh, thing one and thing two? 
not playing, but just like notice, noticing it. Noticing I'm not it. because I'm yeah. not going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, my brother. Gonna, I'll tell you, you what, my brother. Lori had a young no, brother. No, it didn't matter. I realized they at don't a care. very grateful age, young, it doesn't mean it anything. It's very comfortable for them. Yes. It's a handle. Yes. It's something to hold on to. If I had one, I'd hold it too. And so I never thought, I've never judged a man for that. But Ever. sooner or later, though, you have to grow Be in public. up and learn. Exactly. You not to, to, not to pinch and do things like you're in a room, a secret room all by yourself. Okay, this is... I have a whole thing about stuffed bunnies and That's, rabbits oh, and right. dogs. Look at the time. All right, we got to go. <laughs> I mean. Um, we got to go. Okay. Turn off her mic, Bye-bye. please, right now. Bye-bye. We're- I really do have FOMO for that. Would have been a really amazing yeah. concert. To My friend at. Shannon saw them. You know, him. I'm anyone who got to see this last round. Yeah. I have FOMO for that. I really do. I you have guys, to- but you guys saw one of the greatest, the Billy Joel, Elton John we combo. Yeah, ago. we did. That was years ago. But, oh, but I guess, you know, the so specialness amazing. of, you know, the, the last, last show around. in the U.S. and Good call. Yeah. The fact that Dodger Stadium and, you so know, everyone. So significant and, you know, yeah. Just so, so good. But you can stream that, I think, on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, and yeah. then I thought I heard it was maybe HBO Max. Would that make sense? No, no I believe no, it's, it's Disney Plus. It's Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah. I, okay. It's Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, now that I um, saw this um, video, it's a TikTok, Julia Fox. You know, she, well, when I she saw it and showed it to you. Oh, yeah, gosh. it's a credit one. Yeah, well, I guess I saw a TikTok oh. where she made yesterday okay. this dress out of leaves. Julia Fox, Fox did with AKA resin. Kanye's well, I'll call her the uncut gems actor because she didn't date Kanye West long enough. But we got to know but her we name. We got to know her name. We didn't yes. know unless you saw Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. So I, I guess that yeah, when I saw I, I saw that yesterday, she went out to a park like wherever she lives in Brooklyn or Manhattan and picking up all these leaves. And then she like shellacked them and re- she made like kind of a, a <laughs> bikini I, and a skirt. Okay. With string. Okay, and I wait thought she should have been on Rony legacy. It's too Real bad. Housewives of New York city. She should the have reboot like, because she, I kind of am. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. it's like, remember when we used to have wax paper and you get chunks of crayons and put the leave in it. And then iron and it, it would be out. beautiful, beautiful. And how the wax would melt. And, and I just you could have a hole punch and make a whole outfit. And the things she wears and kind <laughs> yeah. of, I've seen She's a few funny. things where she literally doesn't give a bleep. And she everything I've read really about funny. her is that people in New York have known who she is. For she, years. She's 32. She dabbled. She was a dominatrix at Sanctum or oh. one of those sex clubs right. in New York. And five very out loud about it. Not ashamed or whatever. Right. So Good for her. Anyway, but yes, dating Kanye for six weeks did make us know her. And mm-hmm. so she responded to um, a TikToker who was like shading her for dating Kanye oh, for right, a month. And right. um, I had to fast forward for the first 40 seconds because there's a lot of blah, 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 blah. blah. Right. We started out basically where she starts out with her relationship with Kanye. Okay, West. here we yes, go. Yes, after getting yelled at by this woman about, oh, you know. I think I have the right one here. Okay. Right. Well, by the time me and him got together, it was like, he hadn't been doing anything, you know, like out there yet. He, 
the only thing he had done was change the name in the song and said, like, come back to me, Kimberly. That was, like, really the only thing when we met. Um, but I remember just being, like, oh, I don't... He was texting me. I, like, wasn't really answering. I was, like, I don't really want to, like, talk up with a celebrity again. Like, if nothing... You know what I mean? Nothing ever comes of it. It's, like, they're kind of boring. Like, they're not what you think they're going to be like. But he kept going and going, and he was like, you have bad text etiquette. And then I was like, oh, my God, Connie's yelling at me. Like, what do I do? But then I had this thought, and I was like, oh, my God, maybe I can get him off of Kim's off Kim's case. Like, maybe I can distract him, like, just get him to like me. And I knew, I was like, if anyone can do it, it's me, because when <laughs> I set my mind to something, I do it. <laughs> and I, I will say that that month that we spent together... He wasn't, he wasn't on Twitter, first of all. He wasn't on any forms of social media. Um, he didn't even talk about his relationship. We only really talked about clothes and, like, weird ideas and plans for the future and our I hopes and dreams for childhood and education. And, like, it was really beautiful, guys. The moment he started tweeting, I was out. And that's the thing. It's like the media reported on our relationship only like a week after it happened or something that was that I was really a little bit yeah kind she of that said, she i, I could just... get him to distracted from kim and uh once i set my mind to it i thought well i've never felt generous towards a man because i wanted to distract him from his breakup I, from a woman exactly but i like that she thought that way admitted it she also is a woman who admitted that she dabbled and was pretty good at being a dominatrix. So I am heartsick that she's not, that Andy Cohen, that they couldn't lock her down and be on that she show. She said she was asked and didn't want to, but oh, they haven't. I was going to ask that. Okay. Bravo hasn't said anything about it, so I don't know if it's true. But just listening to that, I was like, I, I that like attitude her. is everything, man. I kind of like her. Mm-hmm. I like her that she just owns it. Like, I just thought I could do this for, you know, Kim yeah, Kardashian. For Kim. I know. You know, I'm hot. He's bugging me. I mean, you know, it's like shade in every direction. It's It's so good. She even even said that dating a celebrity, it could be fun, but usually it's boring. It's boring. (laughs) I absolutely loved her saying all that. I thought, good for you. The moment he started tweeting, I was out. Yeah, her. that was the best part. As soon as he started tweeting again, I and was I out. totally believe that all they talked about was clothes and weird ideas, because <laughs> I think that's all he and Kim ever talked about too was clothes and weird idea. Oh, then boy. they started having children, and then you don't have time for weird ideas because now you got to get real. Oh wow! How boring! And you know the weird idea talk is him lecturing and you listening. I was. Thank you. Yeah. That's, I bet you it wasn't a discussion. It was more of We've a... We've all known I, people like I'm, that. I'm already, I cannot handle when people just sit and talk at you. I'm like, oh, please. Yeah. Oh, oh please. And without drawing a breath. Oh, oh no. man. Right. Oh, please. Okay. So I know um, just a couple other things. Um, Blythe Danner, who is Gwyneth Paltrow's mom. Mm-hmm. This is very random. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys would know her. We've seen her. She's a Blythe? Meet the Parents. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Meet the Parents. She's the mom. Yes. Awesome anyway, yes. her husband, Bruce Peltrow, died um, like in the late 90s. And he died of this oral type of cancer mm-hmm. where the cancer attacks your saliva glands. Oh, no. So right in 2018, she's across the pond doing something. She's kind of getting dizzy. 
And she's like thinking, I'm feeling woozy. I'm forgetting everything. And then she felt a number lump in her neck. And it was really literally right where she had found her husband's in 1999. Wow. And she was diagnosed with anoid cystic carcinoma, which is a rare form of oral cancer. And you know I didn't say the name right. Yeah, I'm just going with it. I like it. It yeah, often yeah, de- yeah. develops in your salivary glands. Mm-hmm. Thank you. She kept it from her kids because that's how their dad died, and she yeah. didn't want him to know. And I wanted to forge ahead as a mom and not worry them. And when she finally told her kids, you know, they're like, oh, no, Mom, that's how Dad died and how random because it's so rare. Right. But she is in remission now. And um, she just said, I want you to know, though, I wasn't quaking in my boots. I don't have any fear of death at all. She and Jane Fonda. Julia, when you turn 80, I think this is just Just like whatever people... You just say to yourself, you know what? You're practical. You've seen a lot of your friends. Right. This is the she way to be. She just wants to bring awareness to it now. But um, really, can you imagine being diagnosed with the same thing that their dad passed away from, and then not wanting to tell him because they're like, no, I wouldn't tell her either. Scary. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we On hope Brady. Note. I know we hope Wayne Brady wins tonight. Yeah, and Dancing with the Star comes back to ABC next year. Thank you, Joe. That's our wish with Cheryl Burke as a as judge. judge. All right. Wishes do come true. All right, we'll be back. Everyone have a great Monday night. Job done. Off you go. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.